This is an IELTS Energy podcast. How to nail IELTS and convince examiners you're right. Welcome to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. On IELTS, you need to express your opinion a lot. You can't stop there, though. You have to convince the examiner you're right. Learn vocabulary and strategies to persuade others on IELTS and in life. Hey, Aubrey, how are you? I'm great, Jessica. How are you? I'm excited because we have a special gift for our IELTS listeners today. We are bringing you a amazing episode from the All Ears English podcast. Yes, this is such a fun one with Lindsay and Jessica full of vocabulary. Lindsay and Michelle. That's what I meant. <laughs> it's funny because Lindsay has called me Michelle a few times on the All Ears English podcast. And now I called Michelle Jessica. So we're even. <laughs> it happens. Anyway, I wonder guys, if people can yeah. tell us apart sometimes. I know. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> so today, guys, on this episode, you're going to hear right now, you will get some vocabulary to express your opinions and prove that they're correct. Yes, exactly right. You need to have this um, strategy of convincing the examiner because what interesting pronunciation, right? This is really great. Michelle and Lindsay talk about a listener question and how a student could convince their parents to let her study abroad. Some of you may be in this same situation. Yeah. And even if you're not, these strategies, this vocabulary will be very useful on IELTS. Yes, exactly. Because you guys know you have to express and support your opinions all over the speaking and writing portions of the exam. So guys, listen in today and we'll be back after you listen, um, after this very special episode, to tell you our favorite phrase you learned today for IELTS. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? How you doing? Good, Lindsay. How are you? I'm excited to be recording today. Yeah, because it's my favorite thing to do at All Ears English. What about yes. you? What are you up to today? You have a busy day in New York? Woo! <laughs> uh, well, my my son finished his summer camp, so he's home for a while. And um, but luckily wow. we had um his their babysitter coming to help a little bit, so I could get some things done. Um, good. but it was still a little hectic, and I had quite a quite a while with them anyway, so it was hectic, but it was good. Um, how about you? Yeah, no, all good. Well, I have a question for you, Michelle. Are you ready? Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So when you were a kid, or let's say mm -hmm. when you were a teenager, were your parents protective of you? Were they, mm -hmm. did they kind of protect you? Or did they just encourage you to go out into the world and have a lot of different experiences? I think they encouraged me. I think mm. I maybe was protective of myself. Like they would encourage me. And I like, I was always I think I've talked about like being a little homesick yeah um yeah that kind of thing but they actually they never held me back or tried to discourage me from doing something even on my own right like they had told me to go to sleepaway camp like they 
They were, uh, let's see, when I, uh, I, I lived in New York uh, for a semester in college, mm-hmm. I did, I did study abroad, things like that. And so it was always kind of like those things were encouraged. And that's the view that I am hoping that I'll take as a parent as my kids grow up, but I know it must be hard. What about you? I'm sure it's not easy, right? As a parent, but yeah, no, my parents were pretty, I think my parents were, when I was in high school, they were worried about, you know, dating and boys Mm. and things Mm. like that. But in terms of once I was out of high school, they were very much like, okay, yeah, go trouble the world. Yeah. Live in New York city, do what you need to do. They really kind of went from like a hundred percent protective to zero. (laughs) It's kind of funny. It was a big flip. Um, but yeah, I, you know, today's episode is going to be interesting because we're going to answer a listener's question about this, but today's episode is more about what today? Today, we're going to be talking about convincing someone uh, or, you know, someone who is a decision maker Mm -hmm. uh, that you can that you can do something. So we're talking today a little bit about uh, convincing somebody based on a listener's question, but we're going to tie it into something that we all have to deal with, like getting permission for something, you know, at every age, it seems you still have right. to ask sometimes for permission, not necessarily yeah. from a parent, but <laughs> you know, you might need it from a boss from, you know, it could be a variety of things. Yeah. Sometimes we have to angle things. You know, sometimes it's not necessarily asking permission from a spouse, but you have to get their buy-in on certain yeah. things to make it work. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, we'll get to that in just a minute. But first, Michelle, where do our listeners go if they want to see the transcripts from today's episode? Yes. Yeah. So guys, get the real-time transcripts on our app. You can follow along. Uh, so go get that. That's uh, on Android and iOS. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can get the app at allearsenglish.com slash app, A-P-P. All right. Good stuff. So who asked this question? Which one of our amazing listeners? Do we have the name? I guess the name is kind of jumbled up here. <laughs> yes. I don't have the exact name. But uh, Lindsay, could you read a part of the All question? Right. Uh, Okay, this is one of our listeners says, how can I talk with my parents about a time abroad? Meaning we think they're asking to go abroad, right? Wanting to go abroad. My parents are strict. uh, And they don't even let me go outside at night. So it sounds like this listener is on the younger side is struggling with strict parents, but he or she wants to go abroad and travel. Mm. So so this is a great question. And it really does bring me back. So again, um, yeah, I think you, you're, it, this listener is trying to say they want to go abroad, but no, their parents might not like that idea. Um, so I, I, that's what we're going to go with. Please let us know if you need uh, follow have any follow up questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so and remember, uh, Lindsay, did we want to talk some uh, talk about our reviewers? Well, yeah, before we get into answering the question, right, I want to say thank you to our amazing reviewers who reviewed our app. We just mentioned the app. So thank you to ABN, LCWIC, Azade J. And this person said, hi, I'm Ozzy, a Persian girl in New Zealand. Thanks for this awesome practical app. I love the way you talk and teach useful tips in every episode. It is mm-hmm. nearly seven months that I'm using the app nearly every day. Michelle, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That is so great. Oh my gosh, that is great. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it, Michelle. I mean, did you have a moment right. in which you had to convince someone um of something or what do you think well so i was always like i said i was always encouraged to study abroad my brother did it and it was always assumed that i would do it but i was i used to be very homesick so it was hard for me to imagine doing it and i 
almost didn't study abroad because I really? was in a band. Oh, and I was no. very serious you, about the band. <laughs> you would have regretted that later. I yes. Think, you, and, yeah. I, and I and I got that feeling like, mm. you know, because I don't know. So it's very common when people study abroad uh, to study abroad in your second semester, junior year. Yeah. I don't know if that's what I did yeah. the fall. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so sometime in junior year, but I didn't do it in my junior year because I thought I wasn't going to do it. But then oh, I remember did you do it your senior year. Yeah, I did first semester oh, senior year because I almost didn't do it. I I started to like I look online about summer programs and I, I was just getting this feeling like, wait, 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 I I'm going to totally miss, miss out. The boat. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, people don't want to do it maybe senior year because it's like your last year of school. Right. But I just I was like, no, it, it this is I knew that I was going to regret it. So mm -hmm. um, uh, luckily I did it. So um, but I and I wouldn't trade that experience. But yeah. when I was abroad, um, when I was a senior, I actually found another opportunity to live abroad for after college. Mm -hmm. And uh, my parents came to visit me in London where I was. And I wanted to present them with the idea. And I remember telling them about it at dinner um, because they wanted me to get a job after graduation. But right. it was a terrible time to get a job in 2009. What was it? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Worst time in the history of, exactly. of the century of the 1900s. Wow. Exactly. Or the 2000s, rather. That's crazy. Yeah. So I did a lot of soul searching and a lot of talking to them and realized, like, I, you know, I found an internship and I lived abroad. I convinced them. And it was another amazing experience. That's awesome, Michelle. I love it. So you had to sit down and go through this moment yeah. of essentially presenting your case, right? right. And it yeah, wasn't, you had to do that. Yeah. yeah. It, wasn't it wasn't because they were against me going abroad, but it was kind of like, oh, you have to, you're graduating college. You should just go get a job. And so I kind of used the right. economy. <laughs> Ooh, smart, smart, smart. I love it. So there's always an angle we want to take. And so this oh, that's true. skill, right, Michelle, for all of our listeners, whether you're trying to talk to a boss about something, mm -hmm. family member, a parent. So I'm excited mm -hmm. to get into it right here in just a minute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Michelle. So let's show our listeners what you did, you know, how we could do it in English. Okay. Just before we do that, guys, we want to direct you to another episode. Uh, so this is about connection, right? Really connecting with somebody about really getting permission for somebody or getting yes. a buy-in, as Lindsay said. So that was episode 2060. Who's the last person you connected with in English? So listen to that. So, okay, Lindsay, if you are trying to convince a decision maker of something, uh, what, what should you do? Oh, uh, I mean, the first thing that you should do is obviously explain that you understand their position. And we're going to give you guys the language to do this right now. But mm -hmm. it is really important because if the person doesn't feel like you understand them or you hear them, you're not getting anywhere, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have to come at it instead of just like uh, argumentative, you have to show that you do understand. So in this situation, for this scenario, you could say something like, I understand that it's a scary thought to let me go abroad, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Or, you know, in another situation, maybe you're talking with your partner and you want to take a you know, two week vacation and they, and they have, have the work kids or at home whatever or something, yeah. or they have the two kids at home, right? Maybe something like yeah. that. Ooh. Right. So you can say, Oh, I understand that it's a lot for me to ask. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, you have to mm -hmm. kind of validate their feelings because you have to sort of get validate. the emotions out of 
the whole situation as much as mm-hmm. you can. Mm-hmm. So I understand. So the key phrasing here, Michelle, would be, I understand that, right? Yes. I understand. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the second thing is to explain, you know, the positive, like why it would be great. So you could say something like, I just really think this experience could enrich my life. Mm. But it sounds like you, you did something even smarter. So your parents were worried about the economy. Um, oh, for me, yeah, for that situation. You so you said that you kind of turned it around. Like, what was your core argument? Or did you say I won't be able to get a job if I go back to New York? Is that kind of yeah? I said I said I said it's two thousand nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say this all at first. I didn't bring this up in the very beginning. But okay, like because they were kind of like, oh, we'll think about it. We're not really too happy with the idea. And then mm-hmm. as I thought about it more, and things were getting worse and worse, that's when it kind of more naturally came up. Yeah, became kind of obvious. But if I were to have said it the first time, I might have said something like, you know, oh, I understand that I just studied abroad and I should be getting a job after college. And I understand you feel Mm -hmm. that I just I want to get a job, but it's 2009. I feel like, you know, instead of trying to get a job for six months, uh, I could get an internship experience abroad. Right. Yeah. Maybe use that and say this time will actually help me yeah. make more money in the long run. Right. Or get a better job in the long run because I'll be adding to my professional resume by interning. Something like that. Right. Exactly. Uh, nice. And then what is the next? So explain what you would do to be careful. So being careful again, this is framed kind of more like with a teenager asking permission to their parents, but broadly it could be speaking, for anything mm-hmm. like i think it, it, not necessarily to be careful but explain what you would do yeah. to make the situation okay right yes. so like yes uh, uh so in this scenario oh i would live with yeah. a few roommates i would call or text every couple of days mm-hmm. like so you know um you know just sharing like or if it's in another situation you're trying to convince your boss to let you take a month off <laughs> yes you yes. know oh i would make sure all my like i had my colleagues uh you know i would assign work uh mm-hmm. i would get mm-hmm. everything done ahead of time that i need to you mm-hmm. know that kind of thing so just explaining like what you would do to plan that things would be okay yeah so the key phrasing there the key grammar there is using i would Right. Mm -hmm. Or you could also Mm -hmm. be more strategic still and say, I will, if you want to really hedge on this negotiating factor, how does that make it different? If you say, I'll do this as opposed Mm. to like, I'll make sure I call every night. Right. Versus I would call every night. How does that change your argument? Well, I think, I think saying it and I will do something is making you sound more, a little more confident. Like, Mm personally i don't know that's like what i think happen. It's, it's like saying that yeah it's saying that it's a done deal <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna happen and here's what i'm gonna do to make it okay right yeah so exactly. obviously this depends on who's talking are you like a teenager talking to your parents versus are you talking to a peer or maybe a spouse mm-hmm. right where it's the power structure is equal uh mm-hmm. it just depends but guys you should know in english I would versus I will will create a different feeling in what you're saying. That's the interesting mm-hmm. part. Right? That's true. That's very interesting. Uh-huh. And then, you know, tell them something of something positive. Mm-hmm. So for the study abroad thing, you could say, oh, like tell them you want them to come visit. Like, so you mm-hmm. could say something like maybe we could make a family trip out of it and you could come visit me. Or if it's another situation, oh, I, I um, 
I'll bring back, I'll bring the kids back lots of presents and I'll call, you know, like, yeah, sure, um, sure. I would be able to teach them about it. Or if you're right. take, taking a break from work, oh, I'm going to come back so refreshed and mm -hmm. get ready to go on this new project. Right, exactly. So frame it in a way that helps the person who you're asking permission from. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> frame it in a way that adds value for everyone. Right. So it should be this should be a win win situation, I think. Mm -hmm. Right. It's yeah. never going to work out in the long run. It's just one person taking all the time. So see how that's how good negotiations work is win win. Both people come out of it feeling like things are okay. Right. It's not perfect, mm -hmm. the scenario, but it's going to work. That mm -hmm. should be the goal. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And then it, it never hurts to bring some sort of evidence if it would be useful. So like, for mm -hmm. example, on uh, CIEE.org, there was an article, Why Study Abroad? Top Seven Benefits of Studying Abroad from November 7th, 2022. So like, you know, just showing some some something outside mm -hmm. of yourself as to mm -hmm. why it would be helpful or yep. beneficial. So, or maybe talk about somebody who's done a similar experience that's benefited <laughs> from it. But the thing is to understand where that other person is coming from. That's what Lindsay said. Like the key word I think here is to validate them mm -hmm. and assure them that this would be great for your growth and, and there would be other benefits to it. Right, exactly. I mean, if you know, and you should know something about the person, if social proof really matters to them, and some people it does, some people it doesn't, then pulling in that, you know, that fact, like, for example, yeah. you know, Steve Jobs, he created Apple, or he grew Apple to this incredible success. He dropped out of college, right? He didn't finish college. And if you're, I, mean, I don't recommend dropping out of college, it's always good to finish yeah. your degree. But if you're in that scenario, and you want to that's the argument you're making, let's say to mm -hmm. your mentors or your parents, mm -hmm. maybe saying Steve Jobs didn't finish college, right? Using yeah. that social proof. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's Love good. It. That's good. Do we have time for a role play? Oh, uh, let's do a role play real quick, Michelle. Let's we'll do, do it real quick. We All right. So we're going to go back one. because <laughs> we, for our listener who okay. asked this specific about this situation, we're going to do it. Um, right. So here, Lindsay, I'm your mom. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. That's intense. Here we go. So mom, I wanted to talk to you about something. Not that study abroad thing again, Lindsay. I told you it's not going to happen. Mom, I understand that it's a scary thought to let me go abroad. It sure is. I just really think that this experience would enrich my life. You can enrich your life here. <laughs> well, I actually found this article about why study abroad is so beneficial. We look at it. Fine. I know you're uncomfortable with it, but I would have roommates and be in touch with you frequently. So, you know, I'm okay. Also, I was thinking maybe you guys could come visit me over spring break. Hmm. Well, that would be fun. All right. I'll check out the article. Thank you. No promises. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we have time to go through it today, Michelle, but guys go back, rewind this episode and listen again to that role play. You'll see where those key phrases came out. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Lots to go on there. Lindsay, what's the takeaway for today? Guys, everyone is going to need to convince someone of something at some point in their lives, whether you're mm -hmm. a teenager convincing your parents or whether you're an employee talking to a boss about taking time off. You're going to mm -hmm. need to use this and always come try to come away making both sides feel like they have won. That is, I feel like, the secret to success. It is yeah, a negotiation, is. right? No matter what you think, yeah. it is a negotiation. The other person has to feel successful. Like they're kind of benefiting mm. from this thing. That's the Good key. Point. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, mm -hmm. this was a fun one. And to our listener, we hope that you do 
get to have the experience that you wish. All right. Sounds good, Michelle. I'll see you very soon on the show again. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, I think the biggest takeaway is that everyone should study abroad. (laughs) No, listening to this, I was like, I need to find a way for my teenagers to study abroad. It was such a valuable experience. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, totally. I love that everyone on our team experienced this, though. It's awesome. Um, Okay, so my favorite phrase for you guys listening for the IELTS exam today is, I just really think this experience could enrich my life. So that phrase, enrich one's life. That vocab phrase could be used when you're talking or writing about art, sports, reading, maybe even shopping, right? This could be used for so many topics on the IELTS exam. Exactly. Anything that makes your life a lot better in special ways, you can say it enriches your life. That's band nine vocabulary. I've never had a student say it that way in a practice speaking exam. So guys, practice this phrase. So, so, so impressive. Yeah, exactly. So guys, remember to search for All Ears English. That is the podcast you heard today. And hit follow. There are four new episodes every week for you with Michelle and Aubrey and Lindsay. So guys, don't miss an episode and tell your friends to enrich their lives by listening to All Ears English. So guys, remember to follow that podcast right now. And Aubrey and I will be back with more IELTS another time. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it, of course. Right now, open a new CQ checking account and we'll give you $250 to spend however you like. Upgrade those headphones, splurge on concert tickets, or maybe upgrade to ad-free streaming. The choice is yours. And extra cash isn't all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. All with CQ. Visit CQMD.org today. That's S-E-C-U-M-D.org today.